Sawadikap and welcome to the mouth of the Mekong. No elephants this week, just a groundhog, and yeah, it's Groundhog Day again. Just like it was for Bill Murray in the movie of the same name. It's Monday, December 23rd. My name is Michael, and I am the mouth, a longtime senior Asia correspondent for NPR, now recovering, and I live on the Mekong where Laos, Myanmar, and Thailand meet. And Poxitani Phil has come out of his hole again in Bangkok, and he's seen more than just a shadow, and it's going to be a long winter because the Thai opposition is stepping on the gas, determined to rid the country of that nasty irritant called democracy. The main opposition party, the Democrats, please appreciate the irony of that name, have now officially declared they will not participate in the snap election called by caretaker Prime Minister Yingluck Shinawat. She dissolved Parliament and called for new elections to placate the demonstrators, demanding her ouster, but that didn't work. And the protesters are out again today, Monday, in big numbers, massing outside the police station where representatives of parties that say they will participate in the election are trying to register. The demonstrators are trying to keep those representatives from registering. What they're doing isn't just taking their toys and going home. They're trying to take everybody's toys. If we can't play our way, then we're not going to let anybody play. Why? Well, they say Ying Luck's government is corrupt to the core, and that Ying Luck herself is a proxy for her brother, exiled Prime Minister Thaksin Shinawat. He was deposed by the military in 2006, shortly after the Democrats refused to participate in that general election. And who can blame them? The Democrats, the party of the traditional Thai business and royalist elite, haven't won a majority since 1992. And Toxin or Toxin-affiliated parties have won the last four general elections handily. That might have something to do with their populist policies for the rural and urban poor, universal health care, low-cost loans, rice subsidies, etc. Did I mention those people represent the majority? The opposition dismisses it all as political pork and tainted pork at that. They want Yingluck and her brother gone, the family's influence eradicated from Thai politics forever. Dead, dead dead. No matter that Toxin's party has won every election since the coup that deposed him, including the one after the military rewrote the Constitution in an effort to keep him and his kind out. Never mind that his sister was democratically elected, thumping the opposition in the last election. The opposition wants a timeout on democracy because it ain't working for them. They want the creation of a so-called People's Council to figure out a new, better system. They want reform of the current system They say they want the electorate to be better educated so they'll vote for the right party for the right reason. What's that mean? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's one where the traditional elite get to be in charge again. How deep is the social and political divide? I think this quote from one well-heeled demonstrator last week, as quoted by Reuters, pretty much sums it up. The people we need to educate, he said, are our maids and our drivers, end quote. Another demonstrator quoted in the same piece said he wanted to see a guided democracy with someone like Singapore's Lee Kuan Yew at the helm, a benevolent dictator even, another demonstrator told me, and he sounded excited about the idea. Oh dear. The democratically elected now caretaker Prime Minister Yingluck remains defiant. She says she'll go ahead with February's election, 
That's if the military doesn't decide to step in again to restore order. There have been 18 coups or coup attempts since Thailand became a constitutional monarchy. So far, the military has refused to take sides, but as the protests grow more unruly and more defiant, the military might step in before things turn really ugly. Five people have already died since the demonstrations began. Oh, and tourism? One of the pillars of the Thai economy. Let's just say you can book a room pretty cheap in Bangkok these days. Another casualty of the ongoing chaos. And one last bizarre anecdote. The former head of the army, the man who deposed Ying Luck's brother, well, his party says it will run in the election, if there is one, and the opposition doesn't return the country to its feudal past. And where's the revered King Bumipon on all this? In the past, the aging and ailing monarch has played the role of peacemaker, forcing his subjects to play nice, but he's been strangely silent this time around. Something's got to give. Happy holidays from the land of smiles. Not. But I'll give my friend up the road the last word. I don't speak elephant, but I think he's trying to say he's giving a lot of thought to heading across the river into Laos or Myanmar to get away from it all. Elephants are smart. That's it for this week. Any suggestions, comments, criticism, hit the contact button at mouthofthemekong.com and have at it. Talk to you, with you, at you again next week.